Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Thank you, Farad, and welcome back, all of our baby boomer friends, to the podcast made just for you, the baby boomer. We do this every week and cover all kinds of topics that baby boomers are interested in, especially the ones that revolve around the good old days. And when I say we, of course, I do this with my team. Uh, Joining us from uh, Indiana, please welcome the Aristotle of comedy, Tim Slagle. Hey, Elon Musk just announced that the social media site formerly known as Twitter is now going to be a dating site, which uh, could explain why all those half-naked Asian women keep sending me uh, (laughs) messages. Uh, and maybe that's why they just, he decided to call it X, too, huh? That could, that could be, and then the next version will be double X, you know? And from the uh, mile-high city that got snow way before it should have this year, but we'll talk about that later, uh, please welcome Carolyn Strauss. Well, hey, everybody, and... Yeah, Elon Musk needs to do something to get a date, right? Doesn't he have like 17 children and like no wife or something? He's got a wife and her name is like, you know, hashtag or something. I don't know. It's like, it is. It's something real weird. Well, he was dating Grimes for a while. Grimes. There you go. That was her name, Grimes. It wasn't his wife. Her first that was, name or her last, his last, her that last was just only her, name. Only, only name. name. Like Cher. Twitter. Madonna. Bullwinkle. Lassie. <laughs> wow, I think I'd put pick Lassie over Grimes. Who would pick that for their name? Who she, does she that? did. She did. She's uh, she's like uh, 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 an artiste. She's like a musician. And their kids have weird names, you know, like Stain and a Tightrope and all kinds of really goofy stuff. No, his his uh, 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 his kid's name is like X fourteen. Yeah. Should have gone with stain. (laughs) (laughs) Or grimy. Or grimy. Grime too. Yeah. Dirt. Dirt. Anyhow, anyhow. We are whether we uh, whether whether we like it or not, you know, I'm I'm pretty much gonna have to officially declare an end to summer. <laughs> oh, gee, you think I'm here in four sweatshirts and I'm wearing my mittens in my house. Yeah, you think? <laughs> We're only seven weeks from winter, but I'm declaring an end of summer. Because all of a sudden, at least here in the Midwest, all of a sudden it got cold. And, you know, we were used to nice weather because, you know, we bought into that global warming thing. And and now it's all of a sudden it's cold. And, Carolyn, you guys in in Denver, I saw, got uh, a whole bunch of snow. A whole bunch of snow, which means all the ski areas are open. So for people who ski, it's a very good time here in Colorado. Okay. This is the uh, season of transition. The uh, leaves turn to gold. The... uh, uh, um, they, clocks go back an hour and, uh, global warming becomes climate change again. There you go. There you go. And I've always hated that uh, daylight savings time. That was the worst thing Benjamin Franklin ever thought about it, it, because it's, it, you know, it's, it's terrible. It gets dark right after lunch, you know, but I'm confused. Which one's the real time? Like which one yeah, is the uh, actual time you would want to keep? I don't get it. Yeah, he, you want to keep daylight savings time, Dale. You don't want to. You don't want to go back to regular time. 
No, I just want to keep the time that it is, you know, yeah, no. just eliminate just eliminate no. setting back. Under yes. under daylight savings time. Yeah. Yes. You, yes. you like it better. You, and you if you want, want every year you could set it up another hour, you know. Well, here's no, a little, I want I like the setting forward. I don't like the setting back. Here's a little here's a little factoid that uh, that you that you might not be aware of. There's a reason why uh, we are uh, in Chicago in uh, um, the e- the uh, central time zone. Is that when they divided up the time zones, they wanted a big city in each time zone, and uh, were it not for uh, Chicago being included, the I think the biggest city in the central time zone would be New Orleans at the time. Wow! So they wanted a, they wanted a major metropolitan area in the central time zone, and that of course would have been Chicago. So they actually stretched it a little bit, so we get a little bit. Uh, we should be eastern, is actually we should be the western side of the 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 central time zone rather than the easternmost point of the central time zone. So what you're saying is you guys get dark the earliest in the world in. <laughs> no, stop. No, you guys get dark the earliest in the central time zone, and I get dark in Denver kind of latest in the western time zone. Because I'm in the west no, you're of in the, the, you're in the mountain, mountain time you're, zone. Yeah, you're in the mountain. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in mountain time, obviously, right. but 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 I'm kind of like towards the west of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so we don't get dark as early as, let's say, Kansas City. Right. Pushing towards Christmas, we get dark around 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It gives Santa more time to deliver presents. <laughs> Isn't that why that works? And we hope you've enjoyed this lesson in chronology 101. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Um, okay. So so Sam says I have CDS, chronological dystopian syndrome, because I'm never on time. And he thinks that this is my best friend. And he thinks that I actually have a chronological dystopian syndrome. So this conversation actually helps me a lot because i think i'm chronologically disabled because i'm always so you just so so you just uh you just go by the solar time it's uh, it's noon when the sun is in the in the in the highest point in the sky it doesn't matter where you are and if it's cloudy i'm just gonna eat chocolate all day and i don't (laughs) care what time it is they have these things now called um watches and you just strap one on your wrist, and it always tells you the correct time. So you may want to look for that. In the I swear mine is always 10 minutes fast. Okay, weird thing, weird. I got in my car this morning, and it was 8.45 because I was on my way to the gym for a 9 o'clock class, and my car said 8.57. And I get in my car, and the clock on the – like, it's a computer clock, right? And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what is – happening and I looked at my watch I'm wearing a Fitbit and I looked at my phone and they both said 846 but my clock in my car at that point said 858 and I'm thinking this is weird my my clock jump time zone so maybe it's not me maybe it's my devices no well or maybe you're infecting the devices well I'm guessing I'm guessing what happened with your with the clock in your car uh, I'm guessing it has an automatic uh, daylight savings time set by the, 16 minutes, though? Oh, just 16 minutes. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it was like 13 or 16 minutes oh, or okay. something. It was like this messed up thing. It didn't go back. It just, it went forward and isn't, aren't we falling back? It went forward 16 minutes? Well, that means Literally. that, yeah, that means uh, uh, when you uh, were, were doing something on the dashboard, you accidentally hit the minute thing 16 times. 
I think it's I think it's the maybe ghost. maybe the heel maybe the spike of your heel uh, hit that that minute thing sixteen times right because I'm wearing <laughs> heels so yeah. often and they're up days. around the dashboard right. which I believe well, that you know if things were going well Dale <laughs> if things in my life were going the way I had hoped they would be going at this point then yes but no only no on, heels on the dashboard only sixteen times though. Oh, and I, I hope you folks listening are just tickled pink with our conversation. <laughs> yes. it, 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 it's like the season. It has no rhyme, no reason. We're still messed up with the time. Are we recording this? Do we record this podcast? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but what I'd like to talk about today, and Carolyn touched on it when she said all the, uh, the ski resorts are open because of the snow, is... Uh, what do you do in the winter? What did you use when you were a kid? What did you do in the winter, you know, to fill the time and stuff? I lived next to a really big hill and I sledded and tobogganed all the time. I mean, cause we were, you know, it was, it, it was a giant hill that actually went into a neighbor's backyard. And it was one of those neighbors that was like an old person and never went out in his backyard. So we would, Oh, which would be us now, which is so depressing. Oh my God. But yeah, so anyways, it's really, so we, we tobogganed up and down the hill hundreds of times. Toboggan? Toboggan and sledding. Toboggan, sled. I never, I never liked the toboggan because you couldn't steer it. Right. I like the sled, but I don't like the toboggan because, you know, once you set your path, you're on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That never really made sense. And, and you and the rest of your family, I might add. It was, uh... <laughs> oh, one time I was on the back. One time I was, so there were like five of us kids on one toboggan and I was in the very back and we went over a little bump and I went flying off. And honestly, my back has never been the same. So I think that the toboggan is a very dangerous little instrument. There you go. So stay off of those kids. What about skis? You guys ever ski? No. Uh, uh, I tried it a couple times in New Hampshire because I grew up in Boston and I went up to New Hampshire. By the way, I live in Colorado now. New Hampshire are bunny hills, no matter what they say. And for all of y'all who are listening in New Hampshire, I love you. I appreciate you. But your hills are not mountains. Although when you're trying to get up one holding a rope thing to pull yourself up, if you don't know how to ski, they had these rope things. I went home with the worst rope burns on my hand from skiing. I think skiing's a very difficult sport too. Do they still have those tow ropes? I thought the I thought pretty much it's all lifts now. I, I think there's all, I th well on the beginning on the uh, on your on your bunny hill and and by the way you folks in New Hampshire, yes, we realize Carolyn just made a molehill out of your mountains, but we're still going to go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do love you, though. I I was in a ski club in high school, and uh, and it was uh, it was very it was a way to meet girls only if you knew how to ski. <laughs> you know, if you fell more than they did, it didn't do you any good. Bumping into them and knocking them over was not a strategy that worked. That was like uh, Governor Newsom in China. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did he slip on? Uh, a eight-year-old boy. <laughs> that's not the game, Bill. Oh, that's the joke of the day, Bill. <laughs> and and uh, what about snowboarding? That I could never get into either because it looks like it requires too much 
coordination and strength. And it's doing like surfing with... downhill. There I you can't go. Say, yeah. Right? Snowboarding yeah. is surfing really fast downhill. And if you fall, I think it's way less um, pliable than the water you fall in when you're surfing. But I don't know because I don't do either. Well, however, however, it's uh, I, I, I understand it's safer than skiing on your legs because your legs are, are strapped together. So you, there, there's less chance of breakage. Huh. Less chance of breaking your your legs when you're when you're on a snowboard. I don't know if you remember, but uh, when we were kids, I mean, snowboarding didn't come out. It, it wasn't invented until like the '80s. Right. Is uh, is some guy was uh, uh, Burton? I think the guy's name was uh, was couldn't surf in the winter and he was bored, so he said, "Hey, I wonder if I can make a, a surfboard for the snow," and uh, came out with a snowboard. And it's amazing that the sport's only been around. 40 years and how how huge it's because i think it's an olympic sport now it is yeah but yeah, there yeah. was something there was something that existed when i was a kid uh called us called snurfing do you remember that snurfing it, perhaps i knew it by another name but I yeah don't... it was a yellow board it was a yellow board i remember it because uh, i was in boy scouts at the time and they advertised in boys life and it was a yellow board about looked like a looked just kind of looked like a yellow painted water ski and uh, it had a uh, uh, staples, I think, on it so that you'd have traction and a rope on the front to hold on to. And it was uh, it was the precursor to the snowboard, but it was called a, a, a snurfing. And uh, I remember a Boy Scout camp one year, one person uh, one person had one, and no one was able to ride it. Huh? Because it was uh, it was it was difficult. It was, it, it, you know, it, you have to be, snowboards. You have to be strapped on. You you right. actually you're buckled in. But whereas this, you just kind of stood on. And did you guys have those things that I've never heard of that, Tim? Did you guys have those things that looked like a concave dome? Yeah, the disc. And you sat in it. Yeah, the with the oh, two yeah. handles. Yeah. And you go flying and spinning down the mountain in that. Yeah. That's safe too. Yeah, none of these things had seat belts. Nowadays, <laughs> they'd have, you'd have to wear a helmet and there'd be seat belts and all of it. We didn't have any of that. Worse than that, in the city where the streets didn't all get plowed evenly and the cars went kind of slow. You just grab, run after one, grab onto the bumper, and it's called skitching. And you just slide in your boots, grab it onto the bumper. That was very safe. <laughs> well, as long as the car is going, you know, when you fall off, the car goes away from you. You don't, unless yeah, there's another car behind it. I was going to say, right. unless it's in the intersection. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, what was your favorite way to uh, to? to to kill the long winter nights. I mean, you know, I, thank goodness, you know, nowadays we have, you know, cable TV and Netflix and Amazon Prime and all kinds of things to waste more brain cells. But I can't remember doing anything like that when I remember, you know, I remember one winter was my dad taught me how to write my name. And we were out in the backyard and uh, <laughs> standing in the snow and it was a, it was a learning moment. I really enjoyed that. Huh. So, so the punchline the punchline is yeah, but it was in her handwriting. <laughs> That's the punchline to that joke. I don't. I was going to try to squeeze it in somewhere. I said, nah, I could just read the punchline. But but by leaving that off, it's mine. <laughs> I never learned how to do that. I still don't know how to do that. Write your name well, in the snow? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess if your name is Dot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Or splotch, you know, if you're one of Elon Musk's kids. <laughs> yeah, grime. There you go. But uh, you know, and now I, I, you know, I used to, uh, I used to cross country ski because that was a lot easier. It had far fewer hills to fall on, and uh, and I used to do that uh, quite a bit. But as as I've gotten older, you know, I've kind of weaned myself away from anything that was cold and required <laughs> exercise. I tried snowshoeing for the first time about fifteen years ago. It is the weirdest thing. You strap two tennis rackets onto the bottom of your sneakers and you go for a walk on t- and it doesn't help you know you still sink well maybe it's just me maybe, <laughs> maybe, oh my god maybe I, I looked at your faces and i'm going wow you sank yes apparently you have to like weigh 120 pounds and strap strap tennis shoes tennis rackets to your feet i think you kind of have to do the same motion with the i, I don't think you can just walk i think you have to kind of slide kind of like a, oh. kind of like the cross country right, right, skis right right and, yeah, uh, you know, and and you can't use tennis rackets i mean there's actual snowshoes yeah, yeah yeah they look more like look, look more look, look more like lacrosse i think than, uh, <laughs> now it'll rackets. be pickleball pickleball walking across the snow pickle snowing there you go. Yeah, I got a new score, a new sport. I designed yeah. a new sport, and the balls are red, and the dogs throw them for you, and you go fetch them wearing your pickleball <laughs> paddles on your feet. I got this. All right, you better get the website. Pickle, what was it? Pickle snow, pickle snow? shoeing, pickle shoeing, pickle shoeing. Well, I think the snowshoes <laughs> they make now are more like boats. I think they're like uh, is polystyrene is all over the discs we used to have. Our, mine was aluminum. Mine which, too. which was probably worth a fortune now. It's they make them out of plastic now, which uh, which makes sense because mine had a bunch of dents in it. Uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, mine got all dented up. But also, I think the snowshoes now are are, are plastic. They're like they're like boats you put on your feet so that you don't. So we can make shoes out of plastic, but I can't get a plastic bag to take all my groceries home in. How does that make sense? Yeah, stop going to Whole Foods. Okay. <laughs> no, really. Do you guys still have bags when you yeah. leave the grocery oh, store? Oh, sure. They're illegal here. We're, really? They are illegal in Colorado. Well, you have to, it's a 10 cent bag tax for every bag that you take out of the store with you. Wow. Yeah. You need me to send you some? Because I got all bunch of them. <laughs> I'll come to your house and pick them up, Dale. It's all good. Wow. Yeah. So for trick. Oh, my God. That's a great idea for trick or treating. I'm going to give all the kids plastic bags for their moms. So there you go. With there one piece go. of candy in it. Everybody gets a plastic bag with one piece of candy. In Last it. time I tried to take a bag out of the store, she said, no, I have to wipe down the carts. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's two in one show. <laughs> take that bell back. You take that bell back, Dale. <laughs> Back in back in the days when we had real tires on our cars, inside you found inner tubes, which was kind of a cool poor man's sled, you know, when uh, when uh, that's all you had. But that that was cool. But you can't find a good inner. T- well, you can buy it on Amazon for fifty bucks, and it's red. But you know, yeah, they still make inner tubes, but they're, they're I don't think they're made for any vehicles. They're just they're just right. they're just recreational right. inner tubes. Right. Now. Tires don't have inner tubes. When you fill up your tire, where does the air go? It goes into that little nozzly thing. So where does it go? The uh, the tire the seats inside the rim. 
But it doesn't it have to go it like doesn't come out through the little wedgy things on the side of the tire. No. Uh-uh. No, it stays inside the rim. The, the the rim is sealed now. I don't understand. See, this show we've gone from boring you about time to getting <laughs> to in boring to, you about the tire talk. Tire talk. <laughs> you guys need to get a new female guest that actually knows stuff. You didn't <laughs> know that you didn't know that? No, I seriously did. I thought that little I swear to God, it's like it's like blowing up my bicycle tire. I thought it was the yeah. same thing. But I thought that. Oh no, little, bicycle that tires little... don't have tubes anymore either. If you got a newer bicycle, they have uh, they have tubeless tires. It's lighter. It's lighter, so you get better fuel mileage, and it uh, 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 it also doesn't. Tubes tend to go off balance. I thought that's why they rotated my tires to make sure that the tubes were balanced on each side of my car. No, no, that's to make sure the tread wear is even. Holy smoke. I love this show. I learn something every single week. Oh, we've, we've gone just about everywhere in this show. I can't believe we've never had this conversation in over four years. That's crazy. Well, we've, we've never not had a guest. I, and, I, can't, <laughs> I, I, I can't believe you didn't know that in, in how many years. I seriously, honey, remember, I didn't get my first car till I moved to Colorado. Oh, okay. I mean, I didn't have a car my whole life. I drove my parents until I went to college, and then I started renting cars. You know, in New York City, there was a an Avis right across the street from my apartment. Parking in my building back in the in the 80s and 90s was over $300 or $400 a month, so I never owned a car. When I needed a car, yeah. I either dated somebody who had a car, or I'd go across the street to the Avis, rent a car, and and go where I need to go. It was actually cheaper to rent a car than to buy one. Or Absolutely. Park, yeah. To park oh, one. A yeah. million yeah. times cheaper, yeah. yeah. For the couple times a year that I needed a car, sure. Yep. 300 a month. That's gone down to 300 a week now. So. I, oh, it has. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> oh, so anyhow, we're, we decided we're going to have fun. What I do every winter day, and I've already started, is I have a, a fireplace in my living room, and I make a fire every morning, and it just sets the tone for, you know, this will be a good day, and when the fire goes out, it's time for my nap. Wait, so wait you know, the You make a fire? I do, oh, too. I hit a switch, and my fireplace goes on. I make a fire, too, but it doesn't go off till I hit the switch. What do you mean you make a fire? I make it out of, out of logs and wood and, you know, burnt What are you, a caveman? Remnants. Who yes, does I that? Am. Yes, I am. <laughs> wow. I get a big kick out of that. That's my, my one joy in the wintertime. We used to, when we went to, uh, I was a kid, and we went to this same place that I just came back from in Pennsylvania. My dad was a big fireplace kind of guy. And in the middle of summer, he'd build a fire in the cabin fireplace, and we'd watch it from the porch. it's it's inbred in me now (laughs) well uh uh-oh oh my goodness we heard the bell we uh, we hate to leave all of the uh, dead people in the middle of this but that bell means that it's time to play our game now, as I forgot to mention in the beginning of the show, we play a game here called uh, Boom Again. It's a it's a, a great board game for baby boomers, and we've had the uh, the uh, creator of the game on our show, and it's just been a uh, been a big hit. So what we do is it's kind of like a combination of uh, of Trivial Pursuit with. Uh, uh, 
something Trivial else. And, Trivial and it's all questions. With a skate key. There you go. It, it's all questions that baby boomers should know. So every week we ask three questions. If you answer the three of them correctly, we're going to send you a copy of this game. And you're saying, okay, I'll play. Where do I send my answers? You send your answers to email us at another day above ground show at gmail.com. Put in your answers. And if you're right, we'll send you a game. There you go. So here's our, here, this is last week. These are the three questions we asked last week. Let me give you the answers to those. First of all, according to Neil Diamond's lyric for the Monkees hit song, when exactly did he become, and I quote, a believer? When well, did he I become saw her a face. believer? That's nice. absolutely right. That's absolutely right. And okay. Um, Okay, in the series, in the For for Dummies series, those yellow books that have everything to do for dummies, they have the same yellow and black look as what Boom Area student shortcut? What else that we used as students was yellow and black in a book form? I know. Cliff Notes. Absolutely. Cliff Notes. Is it actually Cliff Notes or Cliff's Notes? Ooh, well, let me uh, let me let me take a. It's, I think we all called them. Cliff you're, notes. you're absolutely correct, Tim. It's Cliff's notes. Yeah, C L I F, and it does looks the like S. it's all one word. Cliff's notes. See, that's why you're the Aristotle. Exactly. All this stuff. And oh yeah, Aristotle. So Aristotle did never open, have to open a book. <laughs> Cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> Aristotle is actually a, a, a section of Cliff's notes. I thought it would have been smarter to call it a cliff note because when you need them, you're about to jump off a cliff because you're going to flunk the test. So they should have called it cliff notes. Yeah. That's or right. suicide notes. That would have been a good name. That would have been there very you go. Okay. All right. Here's our third question from last week. If you rolled five that matched, if you rolled five dice that matched and yelled out the title of what best-selling game? Five dice, they're all the same. What do you yell out? Yanksy. Yahtzee. 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 Yanksy is what they my, yell. My, my they cried that out during China. the Civil War. Oh, my goodness. Your dice Yanksy. were missing a couple of numbers, right? <laughs> a couple of dots were missing on your dice. Okay, here's our next three questions. Now, this first one, you're probably going to have to look up. I happen to remember it, but you might have to look it up. In the 1950s series, The Millionaire, The Millionaire, this is where a guy gave away a million dollars every week. What was his name? The man Ooh. and the character in The Millionaire. So you'll have, to, uh, you'll have to Google on that one, but still, we'll accept that. All right. The uh, Andy Williams Theater in Branson, Missouri, is uh, named after his signature song. What was the name of that song and, of course, the theater? And our third question. Now, this this is kind of funny. You have to listen to it all the way through. This is from the comic pages. The main character in one comic struggles through the four basic guilt groups of life. What first name is shared by the character and the comics, or shared by the character and the comic strip and the author? One word. As soon as you hear it, you say, oh, no. 
So anyhow, those are our three questions. If you know the answers or you can look up the answers, you send them in to where, Carolyn? Another Day Above Ground Show at gmail.com. But wait, there's more. If you want to buy a game, you can go to boomagain.com, um, purchase the game, and in the checkout page, there is a promo code. Use the promo code 10ADAG. That's 10ADAG. You will get 10% off your game. It's a great gift for family and friends. If you're having a, a party in January to kick off the year, kick it off by making your friends and family feel stupid. No, I mean, kick it off by making your friends and family. <laughs> I, sp- I played it over the weekend, over last week, you guys, over Christmas. And um, we played with a bunch of 20 year olds four of us who were over 50 and four of us who were in their 20s and the 20 somethings couldn't answer anything so for the first time i actually felt good about myself around them anyway so go to put in 10 adag and get your own copy of the game there we go and that about wraps it up for uh for another episode of another day above ground this one dedicated to people who have gone below ground but we hope that you uh, still enjoyed it tell all of your friends visit our website won't you another day and that'll give you even more information and uh so before we go tim do you have any final words for our folks hey if you want to see my new special bachelorette party all you have to do is uh search on tubi it's uh, it's streaming now Cool. Very cool. Carolyn, how about you? Now I just want to wish everybody a happy, healthy um, new year and hoping that your year is so good that next year when we're doing this new year special that you can send us an email and tell us how good your year was. And, and we don't want to be talking about you either, so don't die next year. Right. That's, that's <laughs> and I too hope that you have a wonderful new year. I invite you to visit daleirvin.com. Sign up for the Friday Funnies. I will make you laugh every single Friday. And that being said, hope you enjoyed 23, 2023. Go out and enjoy 2024 because that year is going to start off with another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.